Hi, friends. Hello, hello. You're listening to I'm Sorry What the Podcast with Ashley Sleek. I'm sorry, what? It's just like I showed up at your front door, bottle of wine in hand with 30 minutes of juicy ass gossip to talk about. Like, who doesn't want to do that? I'm sorry, what? We're just here to talk about all those moments that make you really question what's going on in life. Like, why are you hung up over Brad from Bumble? How did Kylie get pregnant again? And, you know, why are you living at home at the ripe age of 29? (laughs) Or is that just me? I'm sorry, what? Hello, hello, and welcome back to I'm Sorry With The Podcast. I'm Ashley Sleek. Happy Valentine's Day. Um, Obviously, when you're listening to this, it is Wednesday. But for me, it's Valentine's Day. And listen, you know, I was having a conversation recently about how I no longer drink on the podcast. And I stopped doing that like a long time ago. I was like, you know what? It's just not worth it, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, today is a different day. Mm. What happened was is that I wanted to recreate the photo that I took that we've chatted about before from 2021 Valentine's Day, baby's first thirst trap, you know? So I wanted to recreate that photo and obviously there was a glass of rosé in it. And so then I was like, well, I might as well just recreate the whole photo. So I waited till after work this time. So I didn't do my whole like I poured wine in the morning and, you know, then had to drink in the afternoon thing. So I was like, all right, you know, I will um, I will do this. I will drink in the afternoon, take my pictures in the afternoon. So I did that. And then I was literally like it was old rosé. Like I know the secrets behind her Instagram. Uh, It was old rosé. So I was like, I'm not going to drink this. But then I like smelt the wine. And I was like, you know what would be fun? You know what would be fun on a Monday? Let's just have a little bit of wine. I got to be honest. I feel like I already have a headache. Like am I that old? Like I'm like only maybe a glass and a half in. And I'm like my head hurts. I'm wasted. I'm just kidding. I'm not wasted, but (laughs) it's weird. I feel like in different scenarios, I feel like the effects of alcohol differently. Like when I went to Galentine's, I had like a glass and a half of wine and I was like, whatever. Like it's like I was drinking water. But here in my house, I took one sip of Chardonnay and I was like, oh, Chardonnay girl. Hey, I was like, oh, my God. She still got to do the podcast, get it together. So anyways, yeah, um, <laughs> that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. And I feel like I need to say up front early in this episode that Scotland has not gone anywhere because I feel like I was posting single bitch vibes by accident. And that's not what I meant to do. I just wanted to redo the post from 2021 because I feel like I love those vibes at that time for me. It was very like love, self-love and like all these things about how far I've come. And also it was just like so funny looking at the two photos because I'm in the same dress, but the photos look like drastically different. And I was like, who knew Burnett would do such crazy things for her? Um, Anyways, so he's still around. Just want to say that up front. But I have a lot to talk about today, kind of. I did not prepare an I'm sorry what moment before I started drinking my wine. So I'm hoping one comes to me as I'm talking through the podcast. So it's going to be one of those episodes. I feel like Some people's favorite episodes are the Hot Mess Expresses, and it's been a while. So, like, I present to you Ashley Sleek, Hot Mess Express extraordinaire, talking about all the fun things. I want to talk about um, the Super Bowl, obviously, because I watched it, and um, it was fine. Like, 
the the game itself was whatever. It wasn't that interesting to me. I was looking for a little bit more spice, you know, just a little bit some something to believe in, you know. Uh, but the halftime performance was very exciting. I feel like I remember growing up and being like, oh, they only put like old people on the halftime show, you know, and I was like, oh, shit. Like, is this us? Like, is it happening? Like, are are we, are, like, young people being like, ugh, they put old people on, you know? But it was so fucking good. Obviously, they were going to bring out a surprise guest. I thought it was going to be Ice Cube, but I was not upset about 50 Cent. That was so fun. I think Kendrick Lamar, one, this is going to be a controversial statement, but I don't care. I don't think he needed to be there in general. Like, I don't think we needed him, but I understand they were kind of being like, oh, let's bring, you know, maybe more someone more modern, but whatever. He should have done Humble. I feel like the Super Bowl is top 40 radio. You know what I mean? It's like, just do what the people know. You know what I mean? Like, I think that would have been better, in my opinion. It's I'm not saying he was bad. He was great. I just also, I didn't realize how, is he that short? He looked like a short king. And I was into it, but I was like, I don't, I just thought he should do humble. That was just my honest opinion. I thought that Eminem looked hot as fuck, as of course. Um, I think the beard did great things for him, and I'm into it. Uh, I I loved when he kneeled. Apparently, there's all this like controversy because I guess the NFL told him he couldn't kneel, and if for some reason you live under a rock and forgot, Colin Kaepernick of the 49ers. He kneeled um, in protest during the national anthem to kind of raise awareness about how black people are treated in America. And so I guess like the NFL told Eminem, like, you cannot do that. And he did it anyways. At first, like, I didn't even catch on to it. I actually thought he was crying. And I was like, oh, like big moment for him. You know, this is my one critique um, besides Kendrick Lamar. I would have liked to see them more connected, I guess. Like all the performances individually were good. And I just felt like they were all kind of separate. And I would have liked if they came together and maybe at least did like one song. Like I know they were all on the same stage at the end, but it still felt a little disconnected. But that's like it. That's all I have to say. That's bad. It was like fucking incredible. And I loved every minute of it. I kind of thought they were going to announce like we're going on the oldies tour or some shit together. And I was like, I was ready for it. But obviously that's that's not what happened. Also, I'm going to make a statement that's going to be so fucking annoying. And I already know. I already know. Okay, but I'm a little tired of the fat jokes about 50 Cent because I feel like we're trying to breed a new culture where people can gain weight and we just accept it because like we're fucking human beings and like we gain weight and weight fluctuates all the time. And I feel like this movement is a lot around women. And I think that the only way for us to maintain that motion and moving forward on it is to continue it for men as well. And I just I, listen Saying that he looked like a whole dollar, was it funny? Yeah, of course. But I think that's more of a stand-up comedian's area. Like, that's a joke for, like, a stand-up comedian who's already controversial to say, and it's fine, whatever. But, like, all these memes on the internet, it's just, like, you guys, we're trying to be better than that. Like, you know, listen, I know. I know. You guys are, like, you fucking liberal hippie. And I, I, I get it. I hear you. But I just... The talking about weight is a hill that I will die on um, as long as there's a hill to die on. So uh, that's just all I had to say about about that. Speaking of eating, (laughs) 
we made some Super Bowl snacks, which was fun. Um, I I went a little overboard because I just love like I just love snacks, you know. So I made some like prosciutto and croissant roll ups. Um, I did a small cheese board. My sister brought over queso. We had pizza. I'd also bought like a couple other snacks. And I don't even think we got to eating them. But like anyways, there was just four of us and we were like parting for 10, which was awesome. Um, <laughs> also, I'm sorry. I wanted to talk about the half halftime performance for one more thing. I feel like, okay, this paved the way for us to start having like more millennial themed halftime shows. And I'm just wondering, when are we going to get the other like five sum that we would really love as in the three Jonas Brothers? Oh, this is six. I'm sorry. The three Jonas Brothers, Demi Lovato, Selena Gomez and our absolute queen icon, Miley Cyrus. I'm just saying, imagine send it on on the Super Bowl arena, okay? Everybody's talking about when Taylor Swift's gonna perform and listen, I'm a Swifty, but I don't care because I would pay so much more money to see the Joe Bros, Selena Gomez, Demi Lovato, and Miley Cyrus. Come on. Nick and Miley could play their iconic, underrated song. Um, What is it? It was the rain. Standing out in the rain, knowing that it's really over. Please don't leave me alone. <laughs> I'm going to hate this episode later. It's fine. I just I was watching it and I was like, OK, like this is iconic. What could top this? And I'm not saying that would top it, but I would lose my fucking mind. I would lose my absolute shit. And I just think that I just think it's possible. I just want to make this statement. OK, for my girlies out there with the shitty men in their life. OK, number 10 on the Rams. I honestly don't know who it was. I don't know his name. I think I wrote it down. Hold on. Cooper. No, I feel like his name is Cup. Is there someone named Cup? This is what I needed Scotland to be here to tell me, but um, I guess he's working. I can't just like call him into the podcast when I need him. That's like he's got a job and like a life, you know, um, but he was the MVP number 10. OK, and I just happened to notice something that this man while playing a fucking football game and not just any football game, the motherfucking Super Bowl was wearing his wedding ring. So I'm just saying that the next time a man's like, oh, no, I'm sorry, I can't. I just can't wear my ring to work. I just I just can't be bothered to wear my ring to work. This motherfucker wore his ring in the goddamn Super Bowl. And I'm pretty sure he's a catcher. I don't think that's what they're called. A wide receiver. It's fine. She watches sports. I just it was one of the like little silicone ones. But I'm just saying I'm just saying he still wore his ring. And I just feel like that's the perfect excuse, especially because, you know, men, when it comes to using sports references, the next time, you know, Bradley wants to come at you and be like, oh, no, honey, I can't wear my ring to my finance job bull fucking shit bullshit um <laughs> she's so extra you guys I had a three day I guess four day for counting today 
Valentine's Day celebration, which shouldn't surprise anyone. Obviously, we all know I drown out holidays and celebrate as much as humanly possible. But I started on Thursday with a Valentine's Day dinner. It was so fun. Um, got a couple of the girlies, like the local gals together, and we went to La Conda and Pleasanton. And I haven't had like a good solid girls night in a fucking minute. And I feel like if you don't celebrate Valentine's Day, this is a 2023 goal. Like it is the elite. It was really, it was really, really fun. And I enjoyed it. Except here's the deal. And I might piss off some Italians here. So please don't be mad at me. But I accidentally ordered a pizza with potato on it. And I'm just like wondering what the shit that's about. It literally felt like there was mashed potatoes on top of the pizza. And I know I'm just wondering if that's how it's supposed to be. Is that like an Italian delicacy? Once again, I started dating someone from Scotland. So, you know, he couldn't answer that question for me. Um, so, yeah, if you're from Italy, please, please, please explain. Um, <laughs> but my second. So Thursday was Valentine's Day. Friday was Valentine's Day with Scotland. I will get all to that in his own segment of the podcast. And then um, on Saturday, I went to go see besties Ryan and Julie, my baby niece Gigi, because um, we spent Valentine's Day together in 2021. Obviously, a fresh breakup. Um, they're like, we are not abandoning you. Let's take your ass out. It was super, super fun. And so now it's kind of like got to be a tradition, which is funny because Julie reminded me today. And I think I actually now that I'm saying this out loud, never press send on my text message. But we were talking about um, how we've celebrated Valentine's Day together now for 10 years, according to to Facebook. And um, we have been so we were roommates or we lived in the same suite freshman year of college. And um, we on our very first year together, I asked her if she remembered this, but I never pressed send. So um, on our very first year together. So basically Sonoma State had like these bougie dorms where basically it was like six people lived there. There was four bedrooms, two doubles, two singles, living room, kitchen. Okay, you get the picture. So I had a roommate who shared like the room with me and then Julie had a single across from me. Well, my roommate was dating this guy and um, let's just call him Chris, you know, and let's just call her Amanda because, you know. I want to expose everybody. She, This bitch already hates me. Like, I saw her at a wedding once, and I was the bartender. Like, you quite literally could not ignore me. I was the one handing you drinks, and she would, like, not come up to the bar, and she would, like, have her friends get drinks, and it was hilarious. I tried to say hi to her, and she ignored me. So, anyways, okay. So, Chris and Amanda were dating for the first time, whatever, like, new college romance and Julie and I were supposed to go to the movies I think we ended up actually going we snuck burritos into the movies together but I got like so sick and I was like throwing up and I needed to ask her if these if these two stories were at the same time because this is how I remember it but I also have the memory of as Ted Lasso would say a goldfish um it lasts very short because I've had so many concussions but anyways so I'm in so anyway, so we like go to the movies, we come back. So I'm like, okay, they're going to have their time together, whatever. I'll come back. I'm like, get really sick. And I'm like throwing up. And they're banging. I'm sorry. I should have saved this to the end of the podcast. I'm so sorry, dad. But like, they're, they're literally banging next to me. And I'm like throwing up in a bucket. And so I crawl my ass out of there. Like, I don't know if they thought they were being sly, but tell me how, tell me 
how you can manage to have sex while someone else is throwing up next to you. So I remember crawling my ass out of there, bringing my bucket to the living room and like sleeping on the couch. And I need Julie to confirm that these happened simultaneously or if this was, I know that's a core memory unlocked. I know that happened, but I feel like it was Valentine's Day and it was after the burritos. It was either that or we came home from the movies and I couldn't like get into the room because they were still in there and it was awkward. And um, yeah, so by the way, that's not the reason that she hates me. Um, She hates me because we then lived together again sophomore year, which was definitely the wrong move. And so we um, we lived together sophomore year and we already kind of started to hate each other by the end of freshman year. But you sign up so early. Right. So you don't know, which is like so shady. But anyways, we're in the same room and I guess she was mad at me because I snore, which is fair. I know this about myself. Am I very insecure about it? Of course. I like every single trip. Everybody's like, I'm so excited to share a room with Ashley because, of course, I come off very cool. I get it. I'm not. I snore. And I have to tell everybody. I'm like, I'm so sorry I snore. Like, Scotland called me out for snoring. And I felt like my world was just coming to an end. You know what I mean? Okay. So anyway, she got mad at me. It was that and the fact that my alarm would go off at 5 a.m. and I would snooze because I used to like run because I was like cared, you know, (laughs) could it be me now? Um, (laughs) I'm trying to run, but God, I just hate it. Uh, Anyway, so both these things I didn't know were bothering her because she would always say she slept through my alarm. So I didn't know. But by the way, this fucking hermit crab would quite literally get mad at me for turning on the lights at 2 p.m. when I would come home from class. Like I would literally have to sneak in with my little flashlight phone at two in the afternoon, trying to get all my lacrosse stuff so I go to practice. I like never came home the two years that we lived there. I was pretty much just like I would dress for practice and then go to all my classes and just hang out in the library. And I don't I don't think I ever, ever studied at my apartment, which or my dorm, which I do prefer no matter what. Like I like being somewhere else and doing my work, which is one of the reasons that I'm not like the biggest fan of work from home. It's I, I, I would like a hybrid. But um. Yeah, it's 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 just one of those things. And I love the library at Sonoma State. Shout out. What's a seawolf? So anyways, I yeah. So so yeah. So she was mad at me for that. And then I didn't like her because she was a fucking bitch. But like, it's fine. My reasons were worse. Also, one time. So that same guy she was dating. I think we called him Chris. um, She they broke up and she like went to his house and his roommate didn't know they broke up. And she was like, oh, do you mind if I just like, you know, come in here and, and grab a few things? So and he's like, yeah, sure, whatever. Like unsuspe- un- unsuspecting. Because at that point they had been together for like two years, you know. But here's like the juicy part is like over the summer, he thought they were separated, but she didn't. You know what I mean? So juicy. Um, And I was friends with him. So I, kind of, I thought they were broken up, too, because that's what he told me. And don't worry, I didn't like hook up with them or anything like no shade. I was just like, whatever, they had all these problems. Anyways, this is not the important part of the story. This bitch goes into his room, steals back everything that she's ever bought him, tries to break into his car to steal like a box of condoms that she bought. And then she lit it all on fire. And I know that you're looking at me and you're like, bitch, this is made up. And I no, I hear you. It's not. So she calls me. She hadn't talked to me in months and we shared a bedroom. This bitch would not even look at me. 
she was so angry with me all the time. So it's some of her stuff was legit. Like I forgot my key all the time and she had to open the door for me. Like that was annoying, but whatever. Not enough to like light me on fire. So then like, anyways, she calls me. I haven't heard from her in so long. And she's like, I had to record that. I had to re-record that because I, I said his actual name. Okay. And she's like, I broke into Chris's apartment. I took all the stuff I bought him back. I'm really pissed. I tried to break into his house. Oh, because he had one condom in his wallet. She's like, I know he's got one condom in his wallet and I wanted to take it because I paid for it. And it's like, listen, do I hear her? Sure. But like, damn. And she's like, and I just, I took all of his stuff and I just lit it on fire. And I was like, oh, um, did that, uh, did that bring you relief? Did that make, like, I put on my therapy hat. I was like, I'm a psych minor who hasn't taken a single class yet. I can handle this. So how did that make you feel, um, stealing back his shit and lighting it on fire? Is there anybody else that you're mad at right now that you, is this a warning call? I just, I honestly don't remember what I said, but then a call from Chris was coming in on the other line and I was like, oh, fuck me. Right. So then I was like, all right, girl, like run from the police. I got to go. So I answer his call and he's like, hey, you know, how would I call her? Amanda, Amanda, like totally got all my stuff. She caught, lit it on fire. And she's like, you better watch your back. Cause like she hates you as much as she hates me. I'm like, um, she doesn't think I fucking cheated on her, which unconfirmed. I'm sure he did. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what really happened. But like, because she didn't talk to me. So I was like, um, okay, just because I set my alarm at five and I get up at 515 does not, does not like set me up to be lit on fire. Okay. So anyways, I was like, this is fucking insane. This bitch is crazy. How is this happening to me? And, um, I stayed at our lacrosse captain's house for like a week. I was, I slept on the floor. I know. I think I slept on the couch. Yes. I slept on the couch. I had like just my Snuggie with me. Remember the Snuggies with like the armholes? It's like our backwards robe. Like that's what I brought over with me and my like school books and my lacrosse stuff. And I was like, can I fucking sleep here? I need to sleep with one eye open. So, yeah, I don't know why in the last two episodes of the podcast, I've just decided to go back to college. I'm like, let's talk about Chipotle. Let's talk about these college roommates. I guess it's just like, it's all coming back. Why am I singing so much? It's all coming back to me now. I'm not a good singer, but there were moments of gold. Anyways, we're done. We're done. You're done. I'm done. Cut her off on the Chardonnay. Anyways, none of this was what I was planning on talking about, but I'm so glad we did. So I hope your Valentine's Day was better than me puking in a bucket and listening to my roommate fucker boyfriend. I, If I can give you any hope is that your Valentine's Day was a little bit better than that. Might be a lot to ask. Um, obviously in the hot gossip world, Kanye is fucking losing his goddamn mind. Hold on. I'm going to take another sip of Chardonnay for this shit. Here's the deal. I was talking about it with Scotland last night and he's like, you got, you know, you got to admit that like he's, it, it's good content. And I was like, no, I hear you. It's content with a K. And I, I do, I, I love it, of course, but it's too much for me right now. Because I think it's bordering now on abuse. And that is where I just have to draw the line. I like today it was released that he sent like a truck full of roses to Kim's house. And it's just like to me, 
listen, there are rom-com things about winning your girl back and blah, 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 blah. And I hear all that, but it's like, it could not have been easy for Kim to decide to leave Kanye. They've got four kids together. This is her third marriage. Kanye is unstable. Like, I think I truly think she wanted to help him. I truly do think they loved each other and they probably still do. But Kanye is going absolutely insane and you just have to feel bad for Kim. It's the same way I feel when everybody ships Scott and Courtney. Like, I understand it because we love Lord Disick in the house and he's also great content. But you have to remember that Courtney was dealing with an alcoholic who would, you know, just get drunk and disappear. And she didn't know if he was coming home or not. And they had kids also to raise. It's like when your partner is someone who's completely unstable and you're trying to be a stable parent for your kids and also like needing the support of that partner, like it's just fucked up. So Kanye's out here like pissing everybody off. He literally did a TikTok, by the way, where it was a clip of Kim from SNL where she was like joking about breaking up with Kanye for his personality. And then he says like, I insane, she a gold digger. First of all, we all know that Kim's bailing your ass out. Okay. Listen, Kanye was, was, and is probably still very talented. Do I think he's making as much money as Kim Kardashian right now? Right now, at this very moment, if we are talking February 14th, 2022, do I think Kim makes more money than Kanye? Yes. Do I know that for factuals? I do not. I do not know that. But also, it was really weird because I was reading today. It's like, it's so much I can't even keep up with it, which I know you're like, hey, I come to you. I'm here at your podcast to talk hot gossip with you and you're supposed to be prepared. It's like, I hear you, but he was going so wild that I couldn't even keep up. I just like could not keep up. And so basically like he's like doing all these threats on Pete Davidson. And then now he's like, cause there's a, a text leaked from Kim to Kanye. That's like, Hey, can you stop fucking getting death threats for Pete Davidson? You know, like you're, you know, like leave him alone. And the whole time I keep thinking like, how, how much, death threats does Pete Davidson need to get? Like, can we just fucking leave him alone? You know what I mean? Like this guy got shit for being with Ariana Grande, right? Like when they got married, he got a whole bunch of shit for that. Now he's with Kim and Kanye's threatening to like throw the whole fucking like world at him. You know, it's just like, listen, Pete Davidson's America's boyfriend. Okay. He is the guy that, you know, we just want to change that's what I think the appeal of Pete Davidson is. He's all broken and shit. And we're like, you know what? If he dated me, he'd be happy. I could fix that. Like, that's why the fucking women are so obsessed with them. And tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. Me, I'm I'm past my fixing stage. Like, I don't have that trauma anymore. I, I feel happy to be done with that. I'm dating someone who doesn't need, doesn't need fixing. That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to, like, enhance each other, not, like, try to change one another. That's, like relationship 101. That's what my almost um, minor in psychology has taught me. So anyways, um, I'm just saying that Kanye is at this point being a menace to society. And it's just it's hard to watch. It's just legitimately hard to watch at this point. And I feel I feel sad. 
I feel sad about that. And I think he needs help. That being said, if he does say more shit next week, am I going to talk shit about him? I might as well have Kanye corner with a K. Um, that might happen. It's Kanye corner. I can't, I kind of want to die. <laughs> as you know, I kicked off my 2022 by getting COVID. Listen, it was, it was an interesting move on my part, but I did it anyways. And one of the best parts was I had to sit there and think about like all these things that I had to get done, right? But the one thing I didn't have to worry about was bread. I knew that no matter what, I at least could eat toast because my bread club was coming. And I really recommend, listen, nowadays we're going right back into isolation. You're not gonna wanna go out to the store. So why would you wanna go grocery shopping, sit around the bread area with all these hundreds of people trying to decide what bread to get when you could just get it delivered right to your door. The Keith Justo Bread Club is where it's at. I'm telling you, if you have a New Year's resolution to like be smarter, this is the way to do it, okay? You get, each month you get four different loaves. So you get two baguettes, a sourdough loaf, and then a surprise loaf, which I always think is so fun. And I have such a good time trying to figure out like what recipe I wanna use next. Like it's just the best. So I highly recommend that you get this bread club. You can sign up at kgbreadclub.com. Plus you are gonna get 50% off your first box just by using promo code SLEEK. You can find the whole link in my bio on Instagram at Ashley Sleek. That's kgbreadclub.com or find the link at Ashley Sleek on Instagram. Okay, I'm gonna, um, I'm drinking my Chardonnay and I'm gonna talk to you all about Valentine's Day because I got to spend Valentine's Day with Scotland and it was amazing. So we celebrated on Friday and I went down to see him and here's the deal like, I was in such a mood. <laughs> like I I think I was just like, okay, so this is I'm just going to play it out for you the way it played out for me. So basically like I got there, I was super excited to be there, but then like I don't know, my heart was having like this hard time generating normal Ashley excitement. Like I could feel in my soul that I was so happy, but something was just like blocking me from that. Like I just couldn't like I couldn't get there and I wasn't very talkative. And I and one of my favorite parts about us is just like our conversation and all that stuff. And I just like I could not be bothered. And um, it was really nice. He was like, what do you want to eat? Which is always like the worst question to ask a female. Um, I'm going to play into that stereotype. I was like, I don't I don't know. I don't know. And it was really funny because like we started with I think he started by saying Jake's pizza. And then I was like or something else. And then we ended up getting Jake's pizza. Like we literally, like I had to scroll through. And of course, like he just got off work. I had only eaten chips and ranch and I am aware. I am aware of how ratchet that sounds. And I'm not joking. I was eating potato chips with ranch dressing. And I understand you're like, are you okay? No, the answer is no. I've been feeling a little unstable in February, not like as depressed as like the past, but I just feel a little off my rocker. And so anyways, I was, that's what I was eating. And, um, so that's all I ate. So anyways, all this is to say that we are dealing with two hangry bitches and he had every right to like, never talk to me again, because when you're hangry and a bitch is like, I don't know. And then he was like, okay, fine. You want a burger? Like here. 
shows me a burger place. And I was like, you know, I don't know about that. Like I was the worst. I was the absolute worst. Like not only could I not make a decision, I wasn't like fucking being talkative or fun. And I felt like I didn't give the right like excitement level about my presence, but I love them. And I'll talk about that after. So now I'm going to give him, I'm going to give you all, and I know he listens. So the excitement that he deserves because I absolutely love them, but I was just like, fucking stone cold bitch like what the fuck anyways so then um we finally end up on pizza which was great and the pizza was so good um and with a side of curly fries which I loved underrated I know I mentioned earlier about the potatoes on the pizza and how I didn't like it but I would say the curly fry pizza combination was a 10 out of 10 for me so anyways um he didn't kill me for being hangry and then I was all just like fucking being moody and annoying um but the thing is is that once once the pizza got there and I ate it was a game changer suddenly she had energy she was ready to chat um so I guess what the thing was is that I was um I was hangry I was hungry I was hungry okay so let me oh okay (laughs) so much to tell you I'm gonna get into the presents but you guys the way this moment just really affected my soul with Scotland. Okay. So we get Jake's and I'm like, what's your ranch situation? And he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, do you like ranch dressing with your pizza? And he was like, no. And I was like, that's fine. More for me. So there was an option to buy two ranches, but with the curly fries, you get an optional side. So because he didn't want ranch, I didn't do the extra charge for the ranch. I did the side of ranch with a curly fry. Um, The food arrives finally. And to my absolute heartbreak, the ranch does not arrive. And here's the deal. And I was like, do you have ranch in this house? And he was like, no. And I'm like, sniffle, sniffle. Like, am I going to make it? And I was like, why don't you have ranch in here? Which it doesn't matter because like the ranch from the pizza place is always better. This man takes my phone and writes this, like, comment back to DoorDash. The way, the way I could have fucked this man while he was writing this review was a lot. If I wasn't so hungry, I would have jumped his bones right then and there. But I was not alive yet. But he literally was, like, writing this thing. It was, like, this essay. And he's, like... I had been looking forward to enjoying my ranch dressing with my pizza and to my dismay or to my disappointment, the ranch dressing was not there when it arrived. Um, This totally ruined my night. Like he wrote this whole thing and then it only gave him like 180 characters. And I was like, I think I took a screenshot of what it ended up being. Let me see if it saved on my phone because it just, it cracked me up so hard. Um, Oh, wait, 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 wait. Okay, here it is. It ended up being asked for ranch, never got any at all, ruined my dinner as I was severely looking forward to my ranch and fries. DoorDash gave me $6.50 back for this, but honestly, I think it deserves a Pulitzer Prize. I was so excited that someone stood up for me in that motion about my ranch dressing. Listen. If he wouldn't have gotten me anything for Valentine's Day and then wrote that review, I would have been fine. 
I would have been just fine. That was a present within itself. But I know you guys are all wondering, like, what did what did we end up getting each other? So I'll start with me. So I made him a fireball bouquet. I was really proud of my Pinterest level excitement. Um, it was literally just like the minis fireballs on these little sticks. And I put it in tissue paper and wrapped it. And then because my original plan was to do a Taco Bell bouquet because he loves Taco Bell. But then I was like, that's so much coordination because like I can't just get it like the day before, you know. So anyways, I decided to just like stick some Taco Bell gift cards in there, which I like went back and forth about because I was like, I feel like a gift card is a weird present for like a partner. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like when you're dating, like gift cards are a weird thing to do. It flashed me back to like the only Valentine's Day I had in high school. Like I had one boyfriend in high school and um, my friend Walker will never let me live him down. Um, I'm sure he's a great guy doing great things right now, but he was very awkward. And for Valentine's Day, he got me a handwritten card, a bag of M&Ms and a $20 bill. And I remember that I loved my English teacher or my core teacher. I can't remember what she taught. Miss Hennessy at the time. She's amazing. Still love her to this day. Don't know what she's doing, but maybe she'll learn that I'm talking about her on the podcast. But I remember going to her and being like, Miss Hennessy, like, I feel really uncomfortable. Like, Kevin gave me $20 cash for Valentine's Day. Like, do I give it back to him? And she's like, you can't give back a present. And I was like, well, what if I was like, I don't like it, you know? Like, I didn't know what to say. This was my first boyfriend. I was a freshman in high school. And she was like, maybe you could say, like, can we use this to go to a movie together? And I was like, that was genius. I just felt like, listen, even at that young age, I just felt like a little bit of a whore. Like, who's just like, at least it wasn't 20 singular ones, but I still kind of felt dirty about it. I was like, I don't, eh, I don't know about all this. Like, this feels, this feels whorish. So anyways, um, not saying that if you're a sex worker, you're a whore. That is not my belief. It's just how I felt at the age of like 14 or whatever. So anyways, um, I understood. So that was like, I was like, oh, is a gift card weird? But then I was like, but he loves Taco Bell and blah, 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 blah. And a lot of my other like plans, I didn't have time to like execute. So I feel confident that I have some good ideas for his birthday. You know, hopefully he still wants to be with me by then. But, um, you know, I just say those things to make sure it doesn't sound like I'm crazy. But like, I don't know. Maybe everything about what I'm saying makes me sound crazy. But anyways, I got him this really cute card. It had Roy Kent on it and it said, happy fucking Valentine's Day. And of course, like, you know me, like I wrote in this like long ass shit in there and um, which is also super embarrassing. But I just feel like honestly, like my life really did get better with him in it. I feel like this whole year has been like really big improvements for me. And obviously I'm not perfect. I still have a lot of flaws and a lot of things to work on. But I just feel like I am becoming like this version of myself that like everyone in my life has already always seen. Like this person that everybody talks about that like they love so much and that people like keep around. Like the reason I'm in 12 weddings, like is because my friends see me this way, but I've always had a hard time seeing myself that way. And I think this year has been a lot about me being able to see myself that way. And I just feel like the way that Scotland makes me feel is like I am that person and that I found somebody who like likes me for me, even at my crazy parts, which 
I'm still concerned are going to drive him away. Of course, anxiety wise, I'm like every day I'm like, he's just going to leave you because you're so fucking crazy. But, you know, he hasn't. And I don't know. I just I just really wanted to say thank you because I know that like I know I come with some, you know, things to deal with. But also it's just been like he's just genuinely been this positive impact on my life. And I just feel so lucky because I know how hard it is to find people like I've heard all these horror stories about dating. I've had horror stories myself. Like, let us not forget about fucking Pokemon. who was trying to like open up my Pikachu and put a fucking Charmander in there and like make me have a, a baby. I ran out of Pokemon that I knew in order to make all those jokes. But it's just like, you know, or like chicken tenders who just ghosted me out of nowhere. It's like there's all these horror stories. And like, I just feel so lucky that I was able to find somebody that makes me so happy. And I feel like I'm just rewriting the card for you all. And it's getting too fucking sappy. Um, But anyway, so I wrote him an essay and I was really embarrassed about it later on. I was like, was that too much? Is this too much? I don't fucking know. Honestly, at this point, I think I need to just work on like accepting that I am who I am, which I know we were just talking about and be like, if it doesn't fit with him, he will tell me. And then either it's something that like, you know, I work on or it's a deal breaker. But you know what? Like I'm the kind of person that's going to tell you how much I like you. Like I am a sit there and cry over how much I love my friends. One time we were playing this game at like Kim's cabin and literally it was like, oh, give a speech about like about someone in the room. I think it was like give a speech about the person to your right. And it was Kim. And it was like I was drunk as shit. And I'm like bawling my eyes out being like, I just fucking love this bitch. And like, that's just who I am. Like, I'm the kind of person who's going to like I might not be good at texting you back, but every once in a while I'm going to shoot you a text. that's like, hey, I just want you to know that I fucking love you for all three like of these reasons. So anyways, I feel like this podcast is going to be a mess. But um, so I got him a card with all these nice things in it. Um. <clears throat> Present number three was a um, embroidered cum rag. And I think I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it at that. I'm just going to leave it at that. Um, I had to throw like one funny joke in there, you know. Um, it's early. Can't be like a, too serious of a of a uh, present. Uh, also, it was perfect because he got me a card that um, I actually have it right here. It's really cute. It's got like, it's like, what is the football game? Or the big game in Valentine's Day have in common. And it's like, hopefully we're both scoring or something like that. And I just, I loved it. And then he got me a cupcake, which was so cute. And the thing that, one of the, my favorite things about Scotland is that he like listens. And so he was like, you know, you said one day, because I've been giving him shit about the whole fucking not liking sweets thing, you know, and he, and I talked about my love of cupcakes. And so he bought me this big cupcake. And then um he also got me a, um, a stuffed animal dog with some chocolate and I did give him a little shit and I feel bad about it because the chocolate did end up being good but like if you if you deep down know me you know why like I I don't talk about my corporate job but I'm just gonna like lay out this blanket statement that I work for a chocolate company so I realized I recognized immediately that I was like hey maybe maybe making fun of or poking jokes 
about the first Valentine's Day present that you get is not going to set you up for success as far as getting presents in the future. And then I made this joke to my dad about it because I was like, obviously, I like ate the chocolates immediately when I got home and they were like actually fucking good. And um, he was like, I was like, yeah, I gave him a little shit about this. And he's like, why did you do that? And I was like, not my dad telling me I'm going to lose this man. Like not my dad being like, bitch, get your fucking shit together. You know what I mean? How fucking embarrassing. So I like obviously sent him this text. I'm like, I hope you know, because I was kidding. It was just so funny, um, you know, because I'm surrounded by chocolate all day. But I did love it because it was different. Anyways, I want to talk about the stuffed animal. I feel like I'm getting too sappy, but I'm just going to say this. You know, like you accidentally kind of like think ahead of like what you want as a present. I do that all the time. It's a problem I have also like when people are telling me a story, I automatically am trying to guess what the end of the story is going to be. I'm a psychopath. I don't know what else to say about it, but I was kind of hoping he would get me a stuffed animal. I I love stuffed animals. I like as you can see from some of my TikToks, Scooby-Doo is always in my background. But the thing is, is like, especially when you're in a long distance relationship, which I know that we are only like an hour away from each other, but you don't get to see each other all the time. And for me, like sometimes just having like a physical reminder of that person and something you can just like kind of hug or like snuggle with just kind of makes it easier to me. And like, obviously, even if I lived down the street, we'd be seeing each other all the time. But it's just like, it's nice when, you know, on nights that I just kind of like, oh, I miss him. And it's like, oh, I got this little like dog to snuggle. We also had sex. You know what I mean? I just feel like it's getting a little too much. Let me just say this. It, we had sex. It lasted a long time. It was great. Um, the cum rag did get used. I'm sorry. I just it was getting a little too sappy. So I had to throw that in there. Um, <laughs> I I think it's. Um, yeah. Anyways, I also found his Twitter, which was hilarious. And I feel like I want to prep this for question of the week next week, because obviously I forgot to do one this week um, about like your most embarrassing, like younger tweets or like Facebook comments and posts, because I almost want to do a series where I just start digging through people's Twitters and reading their like first tweets because he had some are so great. Just like I was going to pull it up, but now I like I don't have it here, but it was just like shit have to go to work today. Like don't want to work like just things that like we used to tweet every single thought <laughs> that came across our head. And I just think it's so funny. Like, why are we like that still? I guess that's what TikTok's for these days. I'm trying to see if I have Twitter on my iPad, but I like just got it back on my phone. And um, it was such it was such a tweet treat to be able to stalk his Twitter. And um, I feel like... I need an I'm sorry what moment of the week, you guys. I mean, we're like already 47 minutes into the podcast. We're just going to be like, this is an hour long podcast at this point. Like, who are we playing? Who are we playing? Especially when the Chardonnay gets poured. It just, it happens. It really does. I think, um, I think I've got it. I think I've got it. Okay. It took me a minute, but I was like, come on. Like, what are you seeing on the internet that's annoying you? There's this one TikTok, of course. Can't get the podcast without talking about TikTok. Um, uh, also, side plug, I did a TikTok and listen, I don't like to talk about weight loss at all. I think at some point I might discuss a little bit about like my own journey because um, I have, you know, lost some weight since last year and I did it in a way that I would love to talk about. It's just like it wasn't for the Chardonnay night. You know what I mean? It's like, let's let's 
let's have fun together, you know? Um, but I did do a TikTok because now I can't tell people on TikTok keep telling me that I'm wearing too big of clothes. And I'm like, what does that mean? Like, what does that mean? So I just did a TikTok where I like try on a bunch of my old dresses. And I'm like, are these too big? Because if they are, you need to tell me now because summer's fucking approach. Like it's it's hot in Livermore. And um, I need to figure out in my three wedding budget how to afford clothes for myself. So um, let me know. You can follow me on TikTok at Ashley Sleek. OK, anyways, but I saw this girl on TikTok. And I know she was joking, but she was like, girls don't want flowers for Valentine's Day. They want cows. And I was like, what? But then there was this whole narrative, you know, and I know a lot of them were jokes, but like, why, why is it a narrative that girls don't want flowers on Valentine's Day? I haven't known a single bitch to be upset. The only time I was upset about getting flowers on Valentine's Day was like when, and I should have known then, I think the first time my ex got me flowers, like they were lilies and I'm allergic. So also, like, they're a death flower. Like, why are you putting those in a bouquet to begin with? Anyways, um, so I I just, I don't understand the narrative that we don't like them. Like, why is that such a thing? Like, I get it. I get that it's basic. And you're like, oh, you just got, like, I love flowers. And this is no, obviously, there's, this is no shade to Scotland in any way, shape, or form. I'm just saying that, like, I don't understand, like, why we can't just enjoy basic things. Like, why is it so horrible that a woman would want flowers on Valentine's Day. If a man wanted flowers on Valentine's Day, I would get him flowers. I just, I got Scotland a fireball bouquet. Maybe I should have got him a real bouquet. Maybe that's on me. I don't know. But um, he didn't strike me as a flower kind of guy, but maybe I read him wrong and that's on me. But I just, I don't know. I'm sorry. What, like, why can't I just, why can't I just want the most basic Valentine's Day things? Like for me, wine, chocolate, and, and, and flowers like what's wrong what's wrong with that combo what's wrong with being a basic bitch and wanting basic shit for valentine's day i say nothing i say nothing you should get whatever you want get what you deserve everyone should be happy anyways i hope everyone enjoyed my like two glass of wine podcast today i feel like it was fun i needed it i've been in a mood i feel better i feel like the podcast really put me in a better state i think everybody does i think like galentine's day seeing my friends just talking to friends and you know, um, obviously I got sappy, so I won't again. Um, I just overall, I'm just really happy to have this podcast. I think it really got me through the last year. I think it's a huge part of the reason that I am doing as well as I am today. And I am just so grateful for all of the people in my life that have just like really supported me and all the listeners and you guys are just the greatest. And I don't know how I got so hashtag blessed, but thank fucking God. Um, please share this podcast with someone that you love so I can love them too. Um, like, comment, subscribe and download. Really, this is subscriptions. I would love to like do this podcast for the rest of my life. And um, I can only do that with your support. So thank you so much for listening. I love you so much. Okay, bye.